You're now tuned into Mikey Check Check, Mike. Check, waifu, waifu. Montel, is that you? Yes, sir. What's up, Paulo? How you doing, bro? What's going on? This is episode one forty-two of Mike. Check, waifu, waifu. As always, is brought to you by the friends at Lou Complex. Make sure y'all go to LouComplex.com. Use that offer code waifu to save on your entire cart. It's also brought to you by Don't Talk Shop, as well as Patreon.com slash Mike. Check, waifu, waifu. Patreon.com. Uh, Slash Mike Check Wife Wife is offering early access to the video versions of the podcast. It's also giving you access to our bonus podcast, The After Story. Make sure y'all check out that podcast. It's a video video only podcast exclusive to our Patreon supporters on Patreon. Shout out to the Patreon producers, ABM Brown Drake, the GOAT G Johnny from Anime Lytical Podcast, Ked the Pro from Chaotic Culture Podcast, explicitly Monique Williams. Nachi, thank y'all so much for supporting this and many other episodes of the podcast. We appreciate y'all so very much. Thank you from the bottom of my heart. Um, my check wife wife was brought to you every Tuesday at nine thirty a.m. EST. Uh, by Polo until today is going to be a super chill episode. We got some things to talk about. Got some things to discuss. I do want to start off though with Montel. How you feeling, man? Amazing. Mostly for the fact that, like I told you uh, before we started recording, this next week I'm about to have a couple of days off, um, and then then baby baby three is due. Baby so I'm gonna have three. A couple of weeks off. I'm about to have a little bit of time. I ain't gonna really be chilling too much because you know we got babies. Right. Uh, I gotta take care of the babies, but uh, time off is amazing. For uh, sure. Just to just to breathe and exist. It's necessary, definitely necessary. I'm a, right. I, I'm feeling pretty good. I'm feeling pretty good. I made a step in my life. Um, I'm not gonna talk about that step here. That's, I'm gonna save that for the after story. But I made a step in my life, and I'm uh I'm happy for it. Um, I'm also excited because we got news that I think I, I can't remember. This probably wasn't, but it was close. An anime that was in my top ten, or may have been close to my top ten. I may have caught it in an honorable mention years years back. It's coming back, fucking finally. It's classroom of the, classroom of the elite. Ooh. I'm so fucking happy that this show is coming back. I don't know if you've seen it, tell. But it's, yeah, it's, it's been been some been a while, but yeah, it's a must watch. I am going to do a rewatch of it, and I'm gonna do exactly what we just talked about doing before we started recording, and that is. I'm going to create a video about it. I'm probably not going to script nothing, but I'm going to rewatch it. Maybe jot, jot a few notes and just and just rant about it because I'm, I just miss it. It's so good. Classroom of the Elite is so good. Again, another one of those dubs I enjoy um, from back in my dub only years. It was that old. Um, but it's, it's it's a special show for me. I'm going I'm to rewatch it and I can't wait to discuss it a little bit further in that video. Again, if you're a Patreon supporter, you're going to get early access to that video. So make sure you consider subscribing to our Patreon if you can um, for just a dollar or more. 
Uh, tell what was uh what was your episode of the week this week? It was hard, bro. <laughs> um, was it? It was between. It was between ranking the kings and my dress up darling. I think I got to give it to my dress up darling. Yeah, my dress up darling was just the fucking it was, show. It's it's so fucking good. I'm not. <laughs> it's such a good anime. I'm, I'm not even gonna hold you. It's running circles around this season. It's it's surprisingly the outlier here. Yeah. Uh, shout out to something I saw that that uh, said that the um, I think it was on AnimeNews.com or something like that. But I was just scrolling through that just to find something that we could discuss here. But they said that the creator of My Dress Up Daughter is a girl. And this is her first anime that she's done. That is Her first manga that is getting an anime adaptation. And she was crying literally the entire time she's watching. She's she watching deserves it. it. She just absolutely deserves it. Not not to cry. No, but she deserves happy tears. Absolutely. And yeah. This show is incredible. The, it's, and it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Like... They take every opportunity to make this beautiful. And one of the things I like stylistically about My Dress Up Darling is like when they show like the anime characters or the characters the cosplay are based off of, mm-hmm. they they intentionally attempt to make them slightly more stylized outside of their world, right? Yes. Um, more anime than the anime is. Right, right. And the only thing that ever did that obviously that we saw that kind of really did it was Blue Period Um, another fire ass show and it's a great stylistic choice because once they bring those characters to life Mm -hmm. uh, they just look they shine absolutely it just makes them stand out so much more it's it's unbelievable the the emotion that it invokes and it's not even nothing drastic right because I'm I'm used to watching Slice of Life my Slice of Life list is very extensive extremely extensive my Slice of Life stuff consists of stuff that'll probably ruin your heart though (laughs) you know it's all shit that'll fucking break you for for whatever reason Um, but this is just one that I can get behind that just feels good to watch it does it just feels so good to watch and to look at I I would like to say uh, Gojo from my dress of darling, if there is a cat, or there's gonna be a category for it, regardless, he can he can win category for best boy. Absolutely, easily, easily. He, he's killing it, bro. He he's so wholesome and he's so like he's just him. Yep, he, unapologetically and, him. And I love Boji because I think Boji deserves to win possibly best boy too. But Gojo just has has an entirely different experience that he's going with here, and it's something that's refreshing. Y'all gonna hate me, but I'm so indifferent about Boji that it's just <laughs> I'm so indifferent, and I, I you know, his, you know I fuck with Boji. I yeah, love Boji. His heart is 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 cool. I like his heart. His heart is dope. It's it's a it's a dope. He's a dope character. But as far as characters go, I'm just indifferent to him. You know. Um, yeah. Well, that's why I'm saying I think Gojo deserves best boy. Um, yeah. Because of even from and we're not that far in. Like I know it's only what twelve episodes, True. but what what are we Actually, eight episodes? In? Nine episodes in. Nine episodes in, right? And he's developed a lot. Mm-hmm. He developed a lot within the first three or four episodes. Just when we saw like the first official cosplay and stuff, like yeah. he he changed from just like a more timid character to us seeing him kind of evolve into his space with the art and and the the skills and talents he has this shit was amazing and he just develops the world around him every every chance he gets i love that 
and, that, and that's what I love more than anything. Yes, Boji's development was fantastic. He's a great character, but it was it was a little sped up for me. Like obviously, um, and was that twenty some odd episodes? Yeah, twenty episodes in, it's a little sped up with his development, and that's cool. That's perfectly fine because it was still well done. Like it was still well developed. But I think I think the Goji uh, Gojo and 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 just. Maureen it too like her specifically as well her finding herself and finding out because this has to be the first time she's ever been in love with somebody and it's clear as day as she's experiencing this for the first time for herself and she doesn't know how to handle it just as much as Gojo don't know how to handle it so it's it's great to just watch them interact and their relationship right because yes. yeah, they're complete opposites in terms of like social interactions outside absolutely like, in public they're complete opposites absolutely but but it's amazing to see them work together because they don't seem like complete opposites when they're together. Right. Yeah, it's been it's been great to watch. I, um, I can't wait till we do our uh, our other episode though. Yeah. Maybe I want to save that for when we actually do it. But I I can't wait. I can't wait. Just okay. know just know that the 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 re three introduction of my check wife wife was coming soon. Um. It's gonna have something to do with genres, and it's gonna have something to do with top lists. So be on the lookout for that. That's coming soon. I can't wait. I can't wait for it. Uh, we got a couple of questions from Twitter. A few questions from Twitter. From some of our favorite Twitter folks, and one we got we ain't get from a question from in a while. Um, let's see here. We got a question from GB from uh, Worst Generation Podcast and Anime After Dark CH. Shout out to the homie GB. We appreciate you for all you do for the community. He says, uh, if y'all had to cosplay and method act one character, who would it be and why? And that's the reason why I put this question here in this Dress Up Darling talk. If you had to cosplay one character and method act that character, who would it be and why? And let's just say it doesn't have to be anime. That's hard. Um, That's a real tough question. Method act. Exactly. Um, I think that's the hardest part for me. I got. (laughs) I kind of got like like two characters in my head, right? What you got? Uh, one of them is gonna be funny as fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Talk to me. But but all right, hear me out. Um, I think Sonic the Hedgehog would be a dope character. Actually, play. absolutely. Um, I don't think I have his personality, but it would be fun to attempt to have his sure. personality. Yeah. Uh, and you know, Sonic the Hedgehog is one of my favorite characters of all time. Yeah, yeah. Just love him. But yeah, Sonic the Hedgehog. And then I just think of this character because I would love to play this character in this world because I I hate this character outside of this world. Mm. The Batman who laughs who is the evil Batman who, <laughs> who literally kills and destroys his entire universe and then goes to another universe and attempts to do the same thing. <laughs> I fuck with that. <laughs> That's funny. I like that. I like that though. And, and watch him kill Batmans around the world. Yeah. Um, I, just, I would love to be the Batman who laughs for, for my Batman fans who would listen to this. <laughs> Since tell when outside of anime, I'm going to go into anime. This may sound cliche as fuck. And you, y'all know us. We don't really go the cliche route, right? We don't normally go the the One Pieces, the Naruto's, the fucking the t- atypical shit. You about to say Goku? Don't say Goku. But if I had to cosplay and method act somebody, it's got to be the Go villain for me. Madara Uchiha. Mali. 
yeah. Hey, how go. fucking how fucking dope would that be? And I just I feel like that I feel like his way of life is kind of consistent to mine. And I, I'm not saying his his thought process and killing people and all that kind of shit. No, I'm talking about the I don't give a fuck. I'm talking about the Well you got hands like that though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm talking about the ready to put anybody down kind of shit. I like that. I would definitely love to method act that. But I would also like to just, you know, I don't know, get some uh Neil Kaplan, get some Neil Kaplan in my soul. <laughs> yeah, be, be the background plan to to change the world. <laughs> yeah, true. And for those of you who don't know, Neil Neil is the guy who uh voiced Madara with that fucking crazy one of the voices of Madara with that crazy ass speech. <laughs> if if you ever happen to play Madara, right, we gonna make sure that the script don't let you get hold by some character that just randomly shows up. Would that is that what happened though? <laughs> nah, she. Ain't, I guess she ain't randomly show up, but yeah, I don't, <laughs> we, you know, we knew who she was, but she pulled up and. All right, quick question. <laughs> quick question. What's up? Because I saw this on Twitter, and I'm I'm so tired of this. We are Naruto fans. Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. And people keep saying this stuff like Sasuke would have beat beat Naruto down, right? And it Not was like close. Naruto held back the whole time. I just wanted to, I didn't, I didn't know what you thought about that. I knew you was a Naruto fan, but I knew you also looked deeper. And I was like, Polo definitely feel like how I feel. Yeah. And, and he knows Naruto would have handed it to Sasuke if he actually wanted to. Just. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, and then you can, you can even pick your timeline, to be honest. I think all of them he would have. <laughs> if he was really trying to fold, yeah, yeah. If he was really trying to kill him, he'd be dead. Yeah, that's that's what you know. You know, Twitter and their conversations—they don't really have much to talk about. So it's official. Y'all can stop talking about it now. They won't. <laughs> they won't because I never mind. <laughs> anyway, let's uh, next question. Next, let's, get, let's get into the next question. Um. <laughs> Uh, our boy Black from uh, Inside the Mind of a Bird podcast group of folks. He says with Jobless Reincarnation. Oh, let me Black Hole player, by the way. He says with Jobless Reincarnation and Classroom of the Elite being announced, uh, which season two are you looking forward to uh, for the remainder of the year? Um, season two, it's definitely jo- uh, not well jobless too, but classroom of the elite way more so than jobless. And I love jobless. I love jobless more than tell. But classroom of the elite is is a lot more. Uh, I don't know me. I guess it's hard as fuck to not be excited and ecstatic for jobless reincarnation too. Yes. 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 It's, it's extremely hard to not be like we get into season two and like pop off what I'm hype about that yes sir <laughs> um, Classroom Elite um, I gotta do a rewatch yes. honestly cause I, I, I have I'm trying to remember everything that happened and I just you only can't, remember because it's, it's a lot of it's a lot it's a, yeah I, it, I only it, remember a few things so it's, it's like I gotta go back and watch it so I can get this full let me see if I get hype with y'all when I watch it you probably will you probably will the fucking main yeah. character is incredible in Classroom of the Elite. One of the best of all time. Um, yeah, yeah. Between those two, I mean, I'm not sure y'all are super excited for uh, how, uh, what's his name? Realist? What? No. Rising the Shield. Right there, it is that one. I'm sure y'all are excited for that too. I ain't trying to ruin nobody's fun. Um, 
That show's okay. Mad decent. Extremely average after the first six. But... It was really just average. But he, he was great. Great. Definitely. Definitely. You're right. I agree. I agree with that. Uh, oh, I, we haven't we haven't heard from so very unrelated in a long time. So very unrelated says, "Are you guys currently watching any TV shows outside of anime?" Um, I have to finish Peacemaker. Um, I have, and I'm only watching Peacemaker because there's Batman slander in it. Mm. Um, because he was talking bad shit about Batman, I loved it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Bel Air, I'm watching. Okay, okay. And then uh, what else? Oh, I'm I'm only watching this because my wife wanted me to watch it, but I'm also on season two of Euphoria. Okay, okay, okay. And as for me, I don't watch regular TV ever. Yeah, I, I'm I'm not a regular TV fan either. If it's not animated or. Mm-hmm to do with this podcast I prefer not to watch it but you know. <laughs> yeah I literally don't have the heart or the time if it ain't football um and she also says uh what's a song or album you have on repeat right now so there was a conversation that I had with Crystal one of our favorite people mm-hmm. she was uh she brought up uh Sunit Sunit Harnett I think is how you say it but her song she has a song, an R and B song, called "Let Me." She's a she's a uh, she's an R and B singer from Europe, so she's across the seas. Very beautiful, like one of my one of two celebrity crushes I have. I only have two celebrity crushes in this entire world, and she's one of them. Okay, but it was when I was streaming, somebody requested this song in my chat. They played the video. I was literally playing. I, I was playing BDO, Black Desert Online. I was inside of a no war. No wars, these intensive Gil v. Gil battles and them fucking fighting. Somebody requested this song. The song is playing with the video because I used to have the music video always playing so people could have something else to watch outside of BDO. I'm literally fighting for my life. Like, y'all killing me with this shit. Watching this video. I'm just watching the video <laughs> while I'm fighting in this game. And I just said, fuck the game. Stop fighting and focused on this video. This girl's voice, unbelievable. The video, unbelievable. The song, incredible. It's one of the first time I think I've heard an R&B singer like sing about like being broken up with and like this heartbreak sense that was just that you felt like she, you felt her heartbreak. Like she didn't want her boyfriend to leave, and it was just the most fucking gut punching I'm like don't leave her I was feeling it that deep because her vocals was just that fucking good If You Let Me by Sunid is one of my one of the songs I had on repeat after that conversation I had with Crystal and I'm, and I'm an R&B head like I love R&B music more than any other music well lo-fi more but just R&B music is my shit and that song was is just incredible along that with that video shit I might even put it in this fucking podcast we might get blasted by the YouTube demons but whatever I love that song so much. <sighs> Her voice is crazy. Oh yeah, my second crush is uh, Sanaya Lathan, obviously. obviously. As always, I think it's always been. Yeah, yeah, yep. Yeah, for years, right? Uh, forever. <laughs> forever. <laughs> okay. forever. <laughs> but yeah, that, that, that's the song for me. Uh, funny story, as far as I recall, um, I don't think. I remember Polo ever having a crush on celebrities. I never did. 
in general has been like real people and then as soon as they show their true colors pull up be like eh. <laughs> true <laughs> tell them tell. tell I need to get that tell them button done <laughs> oh man alright so my song is me and my son Apollo's favorite song at mm. the moment it's called Champion by Fireboy DML and D Smoke. Oh, okay. Um, Apollo loves that fucking song. <laughs> and he's like, Daddy, play Champion. Please, Daddy, play Champion. I play I, it. I like it's that. just it's that it's that reggae uh song, but it's like it's got the the rap to it with D Smoke. Mm-hmm. You know, D Smoke he, he he talk real stuff. He don't talk about like the same stuff that too many of these other rappers talk about. Sure, yeah. And it's just, it's just a, a real good song. Give me real inspirational vibe. So I'll be in the gym pushing to it and Apollo be at home talking about champion, champion. <laughs> I love that. Apollo mother and champion. <laughs> I, well, I hope you don't be cussing, but you know. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. And then uh, last but certainly, most certainly not least, our boy underscore underscore Rob J, which is his, uh, I forgot what's his newer Twitter account. I have to remember that it's underscore underscore Rob J now, but he says, I hope I'm not too late. We all do a review for the Jujutsu Kaisen movie. Yes. Absolutely. We will. For sure. Um, I'm probably not going to see it in the theater. I'm probably going to have to wait till they hit like Crunchyroll or something like that. But uh, yes, for sure. And then he Dude, said, you said what? I said theaters be packed out here. Yeah, man. It was, And then last time I went to a movie, it was to see the new Spider-Man. And I fucking happened to sit next to the worst fucking person ever. Oh, no. Oh, Wait, what you mean? I need I need a story time. Oh, Break it down. Quick story. Boy. Quick story time. I'm watching Spider Man. I'm chilling. This is my favorite superhero. The one thing that brought me out the motherfucking house and a public place with my social anxiety. No one is gonna be busy. I decided to do it anyway because it's Spider Man. Sit down. It's just group. It was this guy. It was me, the guy, and then another guy, like his his father or brother or something, older brother or something, and then his 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 girlfriend, and then another person. I'm, I'm sitting there while we watching the movie. Anything that happens, anything that happens, he has something to say about it. So, oh, that's, oh, that's, oh, well, watch this. Oh, this going, oh, that's crazy. But is that who I, in the middle of the fucking movie theater, everybody quiet. And he just saying all these fucking one liners for everybody to hear. And then dude that's sitting next to me, that's sitting next to him. It's like, yo, chill, chill out, man. Just enjoy the movie. He's like, I'm sorry, I got excited. But he's saying this shit loud enough so everybody can hear it. I guess to get a laugh or whatever the reason is. I just kept giving him that fucking look. And he just kept looking over at me. I'm sorry, sorry. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Like, bro, stop. Stop. Yo, Polo fighting his inner demon. <laughs> Keep from flipping out. Bro, man, I'm, I was getting so pissed off. I'm like, yo, you don't need to say anything about everything. It's... Enjoy the look. I'm I'm excited too. Trust me, I'm ex- just as excited as you are. But I'm also a grown ass man that's not gonna sit here and talk to the fucking movie theater while everybody trying to watch a movie. Man, listen, my demon was about to come out. Yo, <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious, actually. And and funny thing is, that Linda I think is about to show. I I don't, I've never had an actual experience like that in a movie theater uh, other than in like I think it was once I was like in middle school at Randall Park Mall. Oh Jesus Christ! At Magic Johnson Theater, all right, Jesus. <laughs> and that was the only time, and I think it was just a bunch of kids in there anyway. So I, I don't think I even paid attention to the movie. Yeah, 
think it might have been me and CJ. Mm-hmm. Maybe I don't even know. I don't even know if it was me and him. <laughs> that's funny. Sheesh. Yeah, that's it. But man, Paul, I'm sorry. I'm glad you ain't had to uh, pull out the combos on him. No, nah, it was. It was. I mean, it. It was whatever, man. I was, luckily the movie was good enough for me to just ignore it. But <laughs> yeah, for the most part, it still irritated the fuck out of me. I'm gonna hold you. All right, he says, "How do y'all feel about tampering expectations before going into a show or a movie?" And he says, "I feel like people expect one thing, but when they're mad about it, I mean, they get mad about it when it doesn't happen." Um, I think this tampering goes into something. That's a good. That's I think this goes into something Polo was talking about earlier, mm-hmm. and it has to do with opinions. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like an asshole. Everybody got one, right? So <laughs> we get we get we gain opinions based off things we see, right? We see trailers like, oh, that's hype. We see our friends and our peers and whatnot get hyped by something, so we get hype. Um, and I think at this point in our anime and podcasting experiences, that like we we don't care much about outside opinions. We might care about like the trailer or whatever, mm-hmm. but also I think that with the tampering of, you know, our expectations comes the idea that like when we watch something, when we in, when we enjoy something, when we uh, ingest some content or something mm-hmm. like that, uh, we're going to take it with all the punches it comes with. So if it's good or bad, uh, I don't think I have that expect- expectation going in anymore mm. because I'm just trying to, I'm trying to see what it actually is about. Mm-hmm. Um, and if it is bad, but I still really enjoyed it, it exceeded my expectations probably, but that's what I I, did. I went in not with too much expectation. Right. You know, I went in thinking I got, I just got to figure out what this is more or less. Yeah. So it, yeah, I mean, you're exactly right. Cause t- to be honest, like when we first started this podcast, we used to use Twitter and the opinions of people on Twitter as ammunition for conversation that we discussed on here. Now I think we're like kind of seasoned enough to where we just don't give a fuck about anybody else's opinions on 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 the timeline. I may cut that part out because that kind of sounds mean, but it just don't. I'm not trying to sound mean with saying it. It's just kind of how I talk, unfortunately. But what I'm trying to say is, I like I like the tempering expectations only comes from my own self hype, right? Like it will be me hyping something up. And me needing to temper my own self, right? Um, what do I feel about people getting mad about it not happening? They're gonna get mad. Uh, I think what happens is people do take other people's opinions about something and then use that as as like fact, right? Right. So somebody says, "Fucking AOT is the greatest show of all time," and then you go watch it and you realize it's is really good at first and it just get okay later you'd be like okay oh speaking of that side note this AOT episode was the best episode they had literally in about I don't know two years but <laughs> I digress <laughs> I, I digress uh, we're gonna talk about that in a spoiler half but I'm just I'm just saying like I, I you know I think the people who look at other people's opinions or who look up to people for their opinions, which is probably a lot of listeners of this podcast, <laughs> to, to be fair, uh, need to understand that the opinions of the people who saying it 
are just the opinions of the people who are saying it. Find your own opinion. Like, oh, I kind of gel with Tell more than I gel with Polo on certain things. So I'm going to listen to Tell side more, but still temper my own expectations onto to whatever I'm watching. Or I fuck with Polo's opinion more than Tell's. And I, but still understand that, you know, we, we're all different. And one more thing to kind of add to that. Um, when it comes to tampering expectations, I'm going to just say one thing that humbled my ass real good. Mm-hmm. Promise Neverland season two humbled me. Facts, brother. <laughs> Facts. It humbled me. Mm-hmm. Something, something serious. But, <laughs> listen, you remember me, bro. You remember me. I took up for that. I took blows for that show, bro. And you were just like, yo, this ain't, this ain't looking good, man. Because you was a manga reader. And I'm like, but you know, you never know. It could just be a whole different thing. I was taking well, punches. Yo, tell hit me with a two piece and a biscuit <laughs> when I was when I was taking up for that show. He's like, nah, bro, this ain't it. I'm like, bro, it's just different. You just different, you manga nerd. It's just different. <laughs> not, even, not even trying to throw that in polo face. No, I, I deserve it. I deserve it. <laughs> but the reality is that because I already felt like I knew what to expect, I went in expecting something. Mm-hmm. I didn't temper my expectations thinking that this is still an artistic expression of somebody else. Mm-hmm. And I, I let that take me out of the element of it. And I, I think it was bad. Very <laughs> but, bad. But I, I, I also took myself out of enjoying it because as soon as I saw how different it was, I was like, oh, this is. Yeah, from like moment four, like episode four, you were done. I was, I was like, this is bad. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I shouldn't have been done there. I should have been done further down the line. But even but then, you I were right. Yeah, you were yeah, right. I was, I was right, but I wasn't trying to be right, is what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. That, it, that's so a good I will point, say, it, it tampered my expectations. So, like, that's why part of the way I feel when I go into certain things my expectations just like alright <laughs> it, it is what it is at this point yeah I, I love this question so much because it's like <sighs> there's a lot of reasons to tamper your expectations yes man I feel like people expect one thing but they're mad about it when it doesn't happen yeah man you can't I guess you can't go into something expecting it to be a certain way, right? Like I'm expecting Classroom and Elite uh, season two to be fucking just so good, right? So, but I have to temper my expectations because it's also been like three or four fucking years or something like that since Classroom of the Elite. So, who's to and say that literally it, booty butt cheeks? Uh, yeah, who's to say that this is not just a reboot or it could be a reboot because of what they did with Classroom of the Elite is completely different than what happened in the actual light novel. So it's like it's a whole nother it's a whole nother thing. But a, even though the anime adaptation was still very good. It could be like Tokyo Ghoulry. I fucking pray to God, man. I'm going to quit this podcast right now. <laughs> Yo. Tokyo Ghoulry, bro. Tokyo Ghoul in general. It could be Classroom Elite 2 where they start off and try and be like, oh, this is going to be similar to the manga and then just completely veer off. Gone, bro. Then go to Rude. <laughs> <laughs> just, oh, my God, bro. Man, you I just, hope not. You scared I hope me, man. Not. You scared me. I'm not, I'm not trying to, Paul. You know I love you, bro. I ain't trying to do you like that. You did me dirty. Next up for Rob, he says, and again, he's great with these kind of questions. Top three favorite candy. Now, neither one of us are big candy eaters, but I'm sure we got some candy we like. Oh, uh, yeah. Um. So. Top three, damn. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna go from three and then you hit your three, all right? Yes, sir. Uh, crunch bar. 
Man, that's, what's that? One, two, or three? That's three. Okay, three. Actually, yeah, yeah, Crunch Bar. Uh, three Reese's Cup. Two Reese's Cup. <laughs> two Swedish Fish. Damn, they do be busting. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um, number one for me is a Butterfinger. Number one for me is Gummy Bears. Which ones, though? Haburo, Haburo, Haburo. You like those? Yeah, yeah. I, what's, what's the the ones that come in the white? No, the forest. Oh, the forest, yeah. The black forest gummies. Them black forest. Oh, my. Yes, yes. Black forest is also very good. I mean, either war are real good. You can't lose. You're not losing. You can't. You can't. <laughs> good choice, though. Yeah. Great question, Rob. Fuck. Those questions are always fantastic. I feel like outside of those winter being so fantastic, it's almost time for us to start talking about spring. Mm-hmm. Spring is going to be coming up in the next couple of weeks. We probably still got about three more weeks before we should start discussing it. But I will say this. I'm looking forward to it. I don't know what it is about this season, but I, it's kind of, it's kind of been too, what, what, what am I going to say? I kind of feel like I'm getting spoiled. You said you feel like you're getting spoiled. Yeah, I'm kind of getting spoiled. Because I know spring probably ain't. What I did, oh, you know what? Let me take all of that back. I think I'm going to be spoiled next season, too. You definitely going to be spoiled in spring. <laughs> because I looked at spring and I saw it, so many slices of life. life. It's, dude, it's so many slices of life that I'm so looking forward to. That Oh, call me sign. It's so many, bro. Look, just look, just look down the list. Yeah, I'm looking. Hover, I'm looking. hover over everything that says slice of life. Comedy, romance, fantasy, mm-hmm. slice of life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a lot. I'm spring to, is polo season. I'm about to eat this spring. We're gonna we're gonna discuss that in later episodes and probably a few weeks down the road. But oh my god, this name is crazy. It was, it, it's it was, gonna be a horrible Ezekai. <laughs> the greatest demon lord is reborn as a typical nobody. Hey, listen, that did that, that might be good though. Because we thought we also thought uh how to was fucking it's so many fucking. Uh taxi got a movie coming out. Oh, true. I heard about that. Yeah. Oh, that's what I wanted. Yeah, I had to speak on that too. Odd Taxi. I can see my Odd Taxi watch. They're re- releasing two dubs at a time. Apparently, two episode, two dub episodes at a time. I okay. can only, I can only watch one of them. Now, hear me out. This is me tampering my expectations. Shout out to Rob J, because now it's becoming predictable. Mm-hmm. Now I'm starting to see what they're doing. Now, mm-hmm. don't get me wrong. I'm probably still gonna be. They trying to. They trying to do the whole twist thing. I love how it's it's cute how all the the narratives are coming together and it's crazy. What seemed to be crazy through line with, you know, I don't want to talk too much into it, but people coming after people because of fucking guy erasing dodo bird fucking role and you got the fucking cats and their whole situation and then one chick being like this fucking is fucking what seemed to be this cat that's gold digging and you got this whole fuck it's you you are i'm starting to see how the through lines are going to come together in this big fucking mash fuck up that's going to be crazy probably <laughs> i'm not gonna i'm not gonna assume anything but i couldn't watch the episode after that one after episode i think it's five yeah i couldn't watch episode five i just didn't want to i just wasn't in the mood for it um okay. i don't know what it is about episode four was that episode four? no wait. was it episode four 
I think it was episode four. It was when it was when uh, our taxi driver, I forget his name, finds out about uh, the alpaca, quote unquote, doing shit with the, the baboon. <laughs> Since I'm crazy, if you haven't watched our taxi, you'll probably sound like what the fuck is Polo talking about. Yeah. But it, it, alpaca helping the baboon sell some medicine, uh, allegedly. I don't think that's how it happened. Obviously, it's probably not how it happened exactly. But it's more or less kind of what happened, and our taxi driver's like he feel used and abused by the alpaca. Obviously, that's not the full story. It's going to be something else behind that. But that's what that's what happened initially in this episode. And I'm just like, I don't. Okay, I'm starting to feel like whatever. I don't know. Okay, maybe it's not Look. as special as I thought. Tempering, oh my tempering <laughs> my expectations. Okay. Johnny, you heard him. I'm tempering my expectations. Maybe it's not as special as he thought. Um, hear me out. I still think 100% that no matter how much you temper your expectations. I think we got the name of this episode. I don't think I don't. Yeah, you're right though. <laughs> I don't. I don't think it matters how much you temper your expectations. The ending of this, the wrap up of this, you're not going to see it coming. Okay, and, and and that's just coming from the point of view that I have. Unless you see a spoiler on the timeline, which luckily I have not seen any for our taxi on the timeline. No, no. I don't think you can prepare yourself for this ending. You would have to have pre-existing knowledge, and even if you did, I don't see you having that thought while watching it. So I, yeah, I kind of have a thought. I'm okay, like, what's your thought? We ain't gonna talk about it right now. Not for you. Not gonna, just what's your thought? I'm gonna share. Me, I'm gonna share it with you after the show is done recorded. I'm not, you gonna are you gonna share it with me during the break because I gotta know during now. the break. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't think you're gonna get it, but okay. Yeah. Um. <laughs> it's 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 okay. Like I don't know. I, I just it start. <laughs> no pun intended. Starting to feel taxing. Like I'm like. I think they're trying to, and this is what I felt about uh, uh, the ranking of kings at some point. I felt like they were trying to get too cute with the the whole through line of everything, right? Like it's just it's just overarching, yeah. It's this overarching story. You got this, you got this, you got this, and you got this, and you got this, to where it starts to just kind of convolute, and I'm like, okay, that's enough of this shit, kind of feeling. And ranking of kings, it happened when they started going into the uh, Moranjo story. And, mm-hmm. and when 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 King Bosi was talking about it, I'm just like, what, what? Like this shit don't even. It still don't fucking. It still don't correlate to what the action that's actually being done right now. Like it doesn't doesn't add Speaking up. Of, her backstory is the weakest. It, it's so her, trash. Her whole, her whole shit is back is weak. It's weak as fuck, and it didn't it it didn't validate what Bosi decided to do. For one, to his own son and to his own family, like none of that shit made sense. But obviously the show is still phenomenal for for, for Boji and, and you know everything else. But I'm I'm starting to feel like it's doing that. Like it's too taxing. Like it's trying too hard to do this story that's twisty turny. Oh, but look at this twist right here, boom! And it's gonna be this k- kind of average twist that I'm probably gonna be predicting. Right? I don't know. I don't. I don't want to go too too into de- detail on it. Because I, I do really like Ranking the Kings. Um, yeah, Ranking the Kings is still great. Um, but 
what bothers me about ranking the kings is that I think they're doing exactly what I said they were going to do. They were going to make us try and make us feel emotions for every character we come across, yes. right? Yes. Every character that has been a main character in some way, even the big green dinosaur monster thing, yep. um, the ogre dude. Yep. Every character has some kind of backstory that made us like them, right? Supposedly, the thing yeah. is, the thing is, is that yeah, right. The thing is, is those characters who it didn't succeed on it like failed big time and i think moranjo is really like the the main one it really really failed on even because he, well yeah oaken i think the issue with oaken is it didn't give us enough details right yeah moranjo i feel like they gave us the details and was like this is why she is who she is i'm just like this is stupid <laughs> it's dumb as fuck yeah. so i rock with that. i rock with your opinion opinion on that because it's like her her strife and issues while they are significant sure. um it doesn't quite give us the detail as to why she's doing what she's doing now other than the fact that like she wants to be with king bose but it's just wild king bose i'm still holding out hope for him that he's not a complete dick because i think moranjo really is the one who's doing everything but if he is really the i, I will be I, i'll be more disappointed in those two storylines to where the point is like it kind of brings down the integrity of the show for me. Yeah, because at first I had a thought like, okay, maybe he's doing this because he's being controlled, just like Oaken, just like uh, many of the other puppets from Mirajo by her. And that's why he's okay with being in his own son's body. Like, take basically deleting his son's consciousness. Well, quote unquote. I, was, I don't think he's okay with that because of what he said early on. Yeah. But I, I, I don't think he has a choice because he didn't ask for that. That's true. But I, I do still think like I think he knew this was a possibility. Yeah. And and that's what I, I want him to show some kind of like some kind of disappointment in what he's going through yeah. and being in his son's body. It, it's, because it, maybe it's because of the thought of him trying to kill my queen. That's when he, <laughs> when he told them to kill Queen Hylian, that's when I had a problem. I'm like, yeah. what? Hopefully he's just being controlled. That was, he, he, but he's not being controlled. And I know that. he's definitely not being controlled. And that's where I have the problem because I, I, the backstory that he was speaking of—that's when I knew he wasn't being controlled because he was telling that story from his point of view. When he told that story, I'm like, "What? What? 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 About how Moranjo is the person he loves most? That shit was like, like what, bitch? No, no. Weren't you talking about you was gonna give?" Uh, Boji the kingdom yes, and he, man. To, he lived a beautiful life because yes. he took his power. Come on, man. Let's blow blow plot holy. It's okay. Boji about to come out here and, and poke his dad. Oh shit. <laughs> I can't wait. Can't did, wait. You, no, did you watch the latest episode? Of course. Of course. Okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I can't <Hey>, wait. <laughs> it was somebody who said uh he packed dude up into a, a actual suitcase. <laughs> 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 oh man, I was like, yo, that was disrespectful. Man, what a way to solve that. that! That episode was great. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed oh, it. Oh, also, I'm talking about episodes. Um, my choice for sleeper of of the season, Landolito. Yes, um, I just wanted want to put this out there real quick. Mm-hmm. I like that we're meeting actual human characters, mm-hmm. but this anime has the worst singing I've ever heard in my life. Um, oh no! It, it was like Ice JJ Fish. She was crying, bro. Yeah. Did yeah, you yeah. watch it? Yes, I watched it. <laughs> but it was bad. It was real like, bad. Oh, she was, was crying, real. though. 
I don't care. I don't care. Just hear me out. Crying can sound good. That's why, but that's why them fucking people in the wells like, yo, somebody was moaning. She was scary as hell. Because <laughs> that was bad, she bro. She groaning in that motherfucker. At least you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. I was like, nah, this is It sounded awful. It was real why bad. Why am I watching this? <laughs> it was real bad. I ain't gonna lie to you. I paused it right there and went and did something else for a few minutes. It was, it was like, awful. Oh. It was awful. Good episode, though. <laughs> right, good episode. But what am I listening Terrible to? singing. Yeah, but when the girl when she came back to the village and then she told the little girl I'm back she's like oh I was about to tell everybody you were the evil witch <laughs> I was like I was like just do it man why she erased this whole city true the whole city's <laughs> you know gone oh man. man oh man also five days from the day we're recording this until 86 is back so next week we'll have 86 to discuss <sighs> I did I'm so excited. I'm so excited. All right, let's get to know my check white food. This is part of the podcast where you get to know us as hosts a little bit better. It's my turn to roll a random number. No. Who's, it's, it's, I, I asked the question. You wrote Jimmer. Yes, I do roll a random number. No. No, because I rolled the random number generator last week. Oh, okay, okay, okay. How many questions we got? 45? No, I'm not a professional. I think I might have accidentally forgot to delete the last question. Oh, wait. I went to the, the, the damn rated anime. Get <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know Mike Tech, Wife for Wife, but we have 45 questions. Yeah, I forgot to delete the one. Definitely forgot to delete and delete it. <laughs> Definitely forgot. Uh, 32. Old school Shaq. Would you rather win the lottery or work at the perfect job? Win the lottery. What kind of question is that? I mean, but first of all, we don't even know how much the lottery is. I don't give a fuck. I can take that lottery money and make the perfect job. I'm saying, what if it's like $10,000? That's still a lottery. Still a lottery. You're right. Now, if we talk about like, you know, the major lottery, like you hitting, yeah, you know, 10 20, 50 billion. I mean, million. <laughs> no, whoa, billion. <laughs> Not billion, million. Then I agree. We, you can make the perfect job. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Let's, for this scenario, let's call it that then. All right. 50 million. You win 50 million. There it is. I'm taking that. You taking that? Yeah. What, what, what would you consider the perfect job? What, what would be the perfect job that you would compare? This. This that you're doing right now? Yes. I will be able to take that money. I'll be able to put it into... We'll put it, put it, put it into a studio, mm-hmm. and we'll have a nice little backdrop and fucking LED screens and shit. Hey, and then we can use like a smooth hundred thousand advertise. <laughs> smooth hundred thousand. Fuck, fuck the advertisement. I'm talking getting a red, a C red one hundred camera. Oh, <laughs> yo, fucking putting putting our pores on blast, brother. I'm talking, Show, bro. I'm talking fucking anchor. Cam- crane cameras, a crew we can hire to run that shit. Man, I'm. I'm I mean, we turn this into Channel Eight. Hear me out. Let's let's stop that real quick. Would you even trust a crew to run it? Probably not. But that's, but you gonna have to. You gonna have to. We gonna have to interview. <laughs> mm-hmm. We can we can find the right crew. True. <laughs> and all they gotta do is change the camera. Go from camera one to camera six. Yes, we're going to have six of them motherfuckers. In our studio building in downtown Houston. For sure. 
overlooking the city. In a penthouse. Yes, sir. And we're gonna live right above it. You ever been to my Uncle Rick penthouse? Mm-mm. That motherfucker was nice. <laughs> yeah, we need that. Go ahead, go ahead, hit that fifty million polo. I got you. You know what's funny? Because I agree, I, I would do the same thing Polo just said. Because <laughs> then I would make the perfect job. Um, but hear me out. I think that even though I would love to hit the lottery, I would never play because I'm not a gambling person. Yeah, I wouldn't play either. Well, I, I think I did before on some desperado shit. And desperado. <laughs> uh, but yeah, go ahead and slide me that lottery money. Watch <laughs> me chill. I like ain't nothing ever happened. Talk to my family. Be like, hey y'all, I love y'all. What y'all need? There it is. Like I. Y'all need a new car? That's it. All right, boom. I ain't going to tell y'all I hit the lottery, but here's, here's, here's that. Here's a new that, car. That, that 40, 50,000 50, you need for that car. I am bringing my moms down here, though. For sure. That's for sure. That's I'm for telling sure. you, I'll be like, Mom, you ain't got to work ever again. Let's mm-hmm. get you a nice little, a nice little mansion. So, it's a nice, so, too. It's a nice, too. Right. That may sound stingy, but that's enough. That's enough. It's more enough. You know? All right, let's take this quick break. When we come back, we're going to spoil AOT. We gonna, I mean, we pretty much spoils kind of everything. We, I guess Platinum Man will fucking discuss that. Fuck it. All right, we'll be right back after these smooth tones from Sunit. I love you, girl. I'll give you 
Make sure you follow us on Twitter at Polo Born Fly and at King Teliano. Um, we would appreciate that. And I might check Waifu. Uh, we're gonna spoil AOT. This is the best episode they had in many, 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 many episodes. Was it great? Nah, it went great. It went great. But it was better than many other episodes. And I'm talking all of their episodes with action. It was better than that for me. I think it was. I think the next episode is the episode I was most anticipating, even more so than the um, uh, the the backstory of what's her face. Uh, the fucking mother of all the Titans, or whatever. Because this is so, the, this is the part where it look is going to probably look the best. Hopefully, I mean it's Mapple, so probably. But when Falco becomes Falco, <laughs> you know. Right. Uh, so what? What about this kind of kind of drives you to say this is the best episode? Yeah, it's one of the best episodes because of the conversation at the campfire, obviously, right? Obviously, that was that was most of it. But right. it, it was a it was a, a refresher on why we did at some points care about some of these characters, right? Mm-hmm. Or most of the characters, except for the one Armin. They tried. I still don't give a fuck about Armin because his the most he got was that that explosion of the, the port. I digress. But everybody else that they went through, when they talked about um, the guy, wasn't named Marco? I totally forgot about Marco, but that episode, when I watched it back in the day, it brought back, uh, lack of a better word, PTSD from seeing that fucking beautiful wit animation and him fucking screaming and reaching out as the Titan eat him and knowing that what we know about, you know, uh, what's his name and Annie being the ones that caused that to happen and how emotional that was for the characters at the time that we did care about them and brought back those memories and it made me remember why I did like this show so much back then like I enjoyed it so much back then because of that the shit that you never saw coming just happening to people you know and and just having that that conversation and the emotion that was filled within Rainer Rainer Reiner Reiner 
dude, I, I don't even give a fuck about these people's names anymore. This is crazy. But seeing that emotion and, and the way Gene handled it, obviously in the manga, I felt the same way, but it was so much better than reading it. So much better than reading it. Because I, I just felt it way more. Um, so I don't think this is one of the best episodes, but I do think this was a great episode for understanding, right? I think like what it did was it, it recaptured what they experienced in all, throughout those years, mm-hmm. like you said, right? So it was a recapturing of that. And like one of the things they said that really like kind of hit me was uh, you guys were all friends, mm-hmm. right? They were all friends at some point. Yes. Like Annie was working super hard to teach Aaron how to fight. Right. Right. And, and all while knowing she was the female Titan that he was trying to get better than, mm-hmm. you know, and these these characters didn't do it because they necessarily hated each other because their their goal was when they got there was like yes they hated each other they infiltrated got in and realized that these people they're doing everything they can to survive mm-hmm. and realistically that's how it is on both sides both sides of these people are doing what they believe is right to survive yeah. Um, do I agree with both sides? Absolutely not. Do I think genocide is right? Absolutely not. Do I think that? Uh, do I think that what happened to Paradise Island is right? Absolutely not. But these characters are are doing what they were presented with as options from the beginning, mm-hmm. and they learned more information as things got on and as things kept going, and it developed into this state of like they're torn between who they are and this is where they lost their identity as characters yes yes because they're so torn at this point to where i'm not sure if the writer just just didn't make them they put them in such as like neutral gray area that these characters they like i said they lost their identities um okay so fucking boring the only thing some of them hold true to is like mikasa saying she ride with aaron 100 right um that's the that's the only real characterization I feel like is still 100% and then Annie saying she just trying to do what she can to get home yeah but uh, it, but has Mikasa and Mikasa's been dry but it's always been this fucking bad though she's ne- it never mattered how dry she was because the characters around her around didn't feel her. dry yes and it's okay to have one dry character because one dry character can be interesting when when the surrounding characters are like decent mm-hmm. right yeah true. like we love Levi. Levi is verbally dry, but the shit he be talking is beautiful. Yeah, yeah, he talks hilarious. the spiciest shit in the fucking show. <laughs> but he's a dry character. We being real, yeah. like his his he's monotone and he don't get excited other than when he chopping the beast titan down. For sure, for um, me, he's the comic relief. To be honest, <laughs> he also a goat for real. He just True. limping right now. <laughs> well, a little uh, bit more than limping, but yeah, I got you. <laughs> But when you have characters like Mikasa, who is significantly more dry, even though she's a really good combat character, her her character compels or pales in comparison to the others. And then when you start to make these big of changes where characters start to get a little bit closer to her level, they're all becoming a little bit more monotone, all becoming a little bit more saddened and depressed. Even these characters have hit an emotional low at this point to where now it's not tying, it's not bringing us all in in the same manner anymore. Yeah. Um, I, I, I don't think this is a 
bad episode per se because it's, I, th- I do think this is a good episode for AOT. Mm-hmm. Um, That's like you said, it, it, was, it was really a refresher, like you said, for uh, getting us back in line with what's all happened and then letting, like, putting it all on the table for our characters. Like, our characters see well can see now that everything that has been done regardless of what side you were on was because of the story that you've been told or the story you've been led to believe or what the history has done and where you've had to live like it's not about specifically what person you are it's about where the fuck you were from true and that's what and again that's what makes it the best episode for me now when i say best episode don't mistake that for me saying that ALT is good I still don't think it's that good I don't I don't think it's that good at all to be honest but I think it's this is something that was necessary um again it was necessary in a manga and it's definitely necessary to to watch like to to visually see because I needed it I needed it especially after the last few episodes we, we both was on the same page like this shit is kind of weak <laughs> yeah didn't really want to talk about spoilers and I'll be real though, cause like I know Polo enjoyed this episode, but I could have personally gone without this episode That's because I, I feel like I feel like I already understood this context. I do think it was good though to see it animated, mm-hmm. but I think in my mind I already saw this context and That's true. Uh, I think it would have been more impactful if I never read it. A hundred percent. Because I then I would have been more willing to see the sides, the but I do believe. Yeah. I do believe when I read it, I was still in that flux of like, okay, well now I kind of understand. But I, I think always like, and just in general, if you actually paid attention to the series, cause like Polo didn't necessarily forget mm. what happened with Marco. No, it no. just was a reminder in the emotional experience of that. Yes. Right. Like if you, and pardon, pardon this, cause I know this is a little sad, but if you lose a family member, right. You, you don't necessarily think about that scenario until something happens to trigger that moment so mm-hmm. it becomes emotional it's almost like a refresh wound so that's what happened there since they opened up the wounds again yeah. to let everybody know that every, we all have wounds we all have damage that kind of stuff it was set as a reminder to let you know like hey there was a time where you gave a fuck about these characters polo that's what i looked at it as because uh now i don't really care uh still don't but i can't wait to see next week though because next week when she get active <laughs> and that's it's gonna be interesting to see them. Uh, hey, hey, tamper your expectations. That's a that's a fact. Don't 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 go in there. Don't go in there. Thinking she about to get active. It, and it, it don't happen until the last thirty seconds of the episode. Very good point. <laughs> to cliffhanger us, to blue ball us to death. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I ain't gonna lie though. I feel like this is all gonna happen so fast. It has to, right? Yeah, it's all gonna happen so fast, and I think it's gonna leave a bad taste in like. Uh, everybody's mouth yeah. And they're gonna be like Damn I, Polo was right they, Probably yeah. not Nobody would ever Want to say yeah. that I mean I'll say it I mean but, I know, you know yeah. Cause you were real But <laughs> But yeah it, I, I have a feeling It's gonna leave a bad taste In everybody's mouth And The manga readers Are gonna be okay For the most part mm-hmm. But I just see it Going so fast And I, I hope it doesn't Feel like it goes fast Right Like what if they give us Like a 45 minute Ending, ending premiere Where they kind of Wrap things up That'd be I feel better. like I would be okay with that yeah. in comparison to just getting 23 minutes of the next remaining episodes because I just don't feel like it's going to wrap up right. Yeah, we got 10, 11, 12, 13. Ah, that might be enough time to be honest because they're already at the port. Is it going to be the port and then it's going to be the uh, 
past the port, you think? Or I just feel like when we was at this point in the manga, we still had like so much chapters, manga. like yeah. chapters. Because we, we got to get to that, the city, the kid. It was like 20 chapters between this part, bro. Probably more. <sighs> I don't think it was. Because I remember when we got to this point. But they were short. They were so short, though. When we got to this point, it was over a year ago. So maybe it was like 12 chapters. Yeah, it was very, very short chapters, too. But you got the kid, you got the Hanji, you got the the uh, the uh, what's the what the what are Aaron's people called again? The Marlians? The, no. Or the Oh Jaegers? No. Uh, just them, the people who can turn the Titans. You got them. Titan shifters, yeah. Yeah, you got them, and you got Mar- the Marlians, and you got that whole little war war scene. Sorry. I'm not. I'm not trying to go too deep. I don't want to spoil it. Yeah, I don't know. You might be right. I don't know if you you could do this in four episodes. Ain't got much choice now, huh? Shit. <laughs> it's, it's already gonna, it's in pre-animation. After this, I think it's gonna. This is where we're gonna get the acceleration. We're gonna have to because it, it ain't no way. But the, another issue I have is you got like to fight with it, all the titans. It's yeah. It, I guess I, I'm gonna be happy at it's getting active. But I, I, is it going to be straight active And there's not going to be any conversation in between It can yes. be It's going to be conversation during the action like it was in the manga At least at the end I know? guess that's what I'm saying It's like, I, Is there going to be conversation It's not going to be any conversation to the last episode really But I feel like it just being straight active We're going to get bored I agree I mean you and I will get bored I don't know about the rest of the AT no, community No they're going to love this shit They're going to bring finally blood And all that kind of shit uh, next up, Platinum Man, bro. It's uh, worse than we thought. I mean, we saw this coming, right? Yep, they tried to, they tried to retcon what they did. <laughs> the bullet traveling faster than light. <laughs> this motherfucker. <laughs> oh, shit. Apparently, he has the ability to time out his whole plan on who he got to kill. Little did he know, though, Red ready to kill out of nowhere. More inconsistency. I'm so fucking confused on what he is. The issue is they didn't give us a thought process behind it. None of it, bro. They tried then, to, I think. They just they just dropped his ass into like get ready to kill people. He was ready to go. He like, yo, you know, I'm gonna have to kill him. And at this point he's ready. I just don't know. I don't fucking understand this show anymore. A- anymore. Like I understood it in the first place. So it's three episodes left. It's gonna be two episodes of fighting. And two episodes episode, of fighting. Yes. Yeah, they're gonna drag this. You shit. know how they how long they draw Metropolitan Man you're out? They absolutely there, right. They were standing face to face for two episodes alone. Yeah, you're right. You're right as fuck. <laughs> you're right as fuck. Oh boy, I think everybody gonna die except for uh, our boy, Mira, Myra, and our girl. She gonna die last. I don't think she's gonna die. You don't think so? No, I think he's gonna go to the moon or whatever and leave her and she's gonna be sad and whatever. I think I think they don't get her out of there. I really don't care, you know. Ain't that crazy? <laughs> for, for sure. If she no, I, I think I think they're gonna get all those characters out of there. And it's gonna be the the doctor or the, the scientist and Mirai left and uh The Angel gonna save him. She got to because they made that a point, didn't they? They sure they made did. that a point. 
And I was thinking about that this episode too. I was like, oh, she does have the ability to grab him, so maybe she'll save him. Who knows what excuse or why? I don't fucking know, man. That was so stupid. She's the only one that can touch her wielder. I mean, I don't. The thing is, is I don't think. I don't think that's necessarily bad. That's lame as hell. But what I do think is that. I don't think her her tangibility, her ability to be touched by humans or touch humans should go unpunished, right? I think that she should also be subject to red arrows and white arrows if she can touch humans. And I think them tell showing us tell that's way too logical, bro. You can't do that in the show. <laughs> that makes too much sense. They not about that. <laughs> I, I was thinking the whole time like okay well they made her tangible like she can she can be touched does that mean that she can be affected by red and white arrows and we don't know but, but I was like yo if they gave us that moment where she get hit my, dumb, something. my dumb ass was about to point the mic to you like I ain't got to talk into it but <laughs> I was about to but you're, you're absolutely right because they did also make it a point to say they also re-mentioned that angels can't be touched by arrows too so Maybe they did that for that particular for that particular moment you're talking about. So she she, she can't get punished by a, a white arrow or a red arrow. Hmm. You know, but that's, see. that's I don't know, man. That's a little too interesting for the show. You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh no, Polo said it's too interesting. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I think your point is too interesting, and I don't think they could do that. I don't know. I don't even know why we're talking about this still. It's crazy because look, we 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 tempered our expectations. <laughs> no, we didn't. <laughs> we went in with we went in with high fuck expectations. They punished us. That's why I keep putting that uh, that Travis Scott meme with him rubbing his face every time I talk about watch platinum men on our Twitter. <laughs> That's the only tweet I ever regretted in my entire life. Watch platinum men. <laughs> Bro, I I put that with all the confidence too. Yo, Polo was hype on that first episode though. You was That's too, man. Good. Yo, you hey, was. stop that. We, I, we I, ain't never, I ain't never hype up Platinum Man. I just said it might be good. That ain't true. After man. That first episode. <laughs> I'm gonna go back and listen. We was wrong. <laughs> we was wrong as hell. Oh. oh my god, that was good. Let's wrap. All right. <clears throat> We just finished talking about Platinum Man and all its horribleness. Um, let us know where you stand on Platinum Man and how it's going. If y'all still watching or we just watching it for you. Um, we also finished talking about AOT. Seeing where these next few episodes going to go. They got about four episodes to go. So we're going to see how they how they hold it down. On getting the mic check, Waifu, Waifu, the question was, would you rather be a millionaire or work the perfect job? Let us know what your options are, what you do. What's your perfect job to you? Um also said Land Lido had the worst singing anime because <laughs> it did that was horrible yeah. and we talked about Ranking the Kings a little bit which is um, Polo enjoyed the episode but you know it, it is getting a little bit weird for both of us mm-hmm. um, we talked about temporary expectations because they definitely do that in the future because man yes uh, we also appreciate all the Twitter questions from y'all y'all gave us some great questions to kind of kind of build off of and talk off of as always um, our episode of the week no surprise My Dress Up Darling gold it was amazing um it was great. We also, y'all know, Tasha Malik is coming back for oh, season God, two. Don't forget, temper your expectations for that. Don't even wish that upon me. I won't, I won't. But that's the episode 142 of Mike Check Wife Waifu. I'm at Polo Born Fly on all social media. 
I'm at King Taliano on all social media. You can follow our social medias at Mike Check Waifu on Twitter and at Mike Check Waifu Waifu on TikTok. And as always, Mike Mike Check. 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 Yeah. All right. You're now tuned into Mike Check Waifu Waifu.